Well, welcome to a special edition of Faith Talk. I'm Pastor Art Hines. I just want to take this moment at the outset just to express you know, our, our love and concern for our neighbors throughout our region and all those affected by these uh, tornadoes and the storms that went through our, our area the other day, particularly our neighbors uh, Mayfield and Dawson Springs. Our hearts are with you, and uh, you don't stand alone, uh, not in prayer and not in intangible you know, helpful ways. We're going to walk uh, uh, through this with you and see you to victory. So our hearts are with you, our prayers are with you, and we're going to stand beside you uh, all the way to victory in this situation. And along that line, I had intended to share our second message in our Christmas series, Emmanuel, Mighty God. And I think it's uh, perfectly appropriate to share these principles with you today on Faith Talk, just to encourage you that, uh, you know, one of the greatest things that God can do for any of us is when we're weak, uh, when it seems like we're just beat to a pulp mentally, spiritually, you know, physically, uh, you know, emotionally, that the Lord is, is the one to come alongside of us and give us great strength. You know, whether that is uh, God parting the Red Sea or God giving the strategy to Gideon and Gideon follows the command of God to victory or literally Jesus being raised from the dead, our, our God is all powerful and he has the strength to lead us out of situations like this to the other side and give us victory. I'm going to go back to Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. The scripture says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel. And then in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, from the King James Version, Behold, a virgin shall conceive, and, uh, or be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means or is interpreted God with us. And I assure you today, at times like this, it's hard to, to imagine that he is, but he is. He's right in the middle of the situation, giving wisdom, giving strength. And you know what I notice at times like this? That God expresses his strength so often through the goodwill and the love and compassion of people all over the country. Um, we're going to see that in, in great ways in our region as well. In Isaiah chapter 9, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. He will be king. That's what that means. And he'll be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. And so I want you to zero in today on this uh, phrase, Mighty God, and what that actually means. Some people would say, what's in a name? Well, in God's case, everything, because literally a place for God's uh, presence is the same thing as a place for his name. So wherever you have revelation, understanding, and application of his name, you're going to see his presence in the midst of that situation. And when God shows up, his presence is there. He brings everything with him, his goodness, his power, his glory. That's available to you and to me. So when you understand and you, and you honor and respect the names of God, and you make application to those names, you're going to see God manifest in those situations in your life. So today we're going to get revelation, and then we're going to honor and respect the name Mighty God, which is just one of the things that our Lord and Savior is called in this prophetic scripture in Isaiah chapter 9. Now, we know that Emmanuel means God with us. That means he is with us. He is for us. He is going to be beside us. And we're not out there by ourselves. He is with us. That's the whole point of the Christmas season. God invaded this sin-soaked world. We are on our way to a, to a devil's hell and total destruction. And he came in, not from afar, but very present, coming in as a child and growing up to minister and ultimately die for you and for me. I mean, our God is a very present help in time of need. That's what scripture says. Well, 
Looking at this phrase, mighty God, it's important to understand what it means. The God portion is from the Hebrew El, and literally that is short for Elohim, or Creator God. And I tell you, if a mess is out there, He's the one we turn to to turn this thing around, to use His creative ability in us and through us and supernaturally to bring things to a place of, of rightness or to bring uh, things to a place of restoration. Then the mighty phrase is a phrase which means gabor or strength or power or hero. In other words, Jesus is literally our creative superhero. So you put that phrase together and you understand that our creative God is mighty. There is nothing he can't do. In other words, this word indicates that no one matches his strength. No one is more powerful. No one is more capable. And that's our God. And this is the prophecy about this child coming into this world, Jesus, who is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And being a very present help in time of need, we have our L you know, Elohim, we have our good board today to help us with his mighty power, no matter what's going on in life. Let's just talk a little bit about drawing strength from that mighty God. In Psalm 73, verse 6, the scripture says, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Isaiah 12, 2 says, surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. And I love this scripture in Isaiah 41, verse 10. So do not fear, I am with you. This is a special scripture for those throughout our region who were hit particularly hard by this situation, losing businesses and losing homes and even losing family members and friends to what has happened. Let me read this again. So do not fear, I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. What a promise that is. And that righteous right hand uh, goes uh, part and parcel with the concept of, of Gabor. The strength of his right hand will sustain you, will guide you, will support you, will help you. Then in 2 Thessalonians 3, 3, the scripture says, But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. Habakkuk 3.19 says, The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. What a promise that is. The enablement of God that we can go to high places, that we can go beyond the situation and the circumstances that we're dealing with. And then Psalm 29.11, the Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. Of all the things that our mighty God could do for us today, I think him strengthening us as communities, as families, as individuals, is right there at the top of the list. So the question is, how do you how do you tap into that practically as a child of God? How do you apply the principles of the Word of God so you can tap the strength of God in a situation like this? Well, first of all, strength comes through the anointing. We know this scripture and we love this scripture. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ, which gives me strength. But if you take a moment and actually break down that word Christ, which is not his last name, it means the anointed one and the anointing he is anointed with. It literally means this, I can do all things through the anointing, which gives me strength. And you know, when you understand that, you begin to have confidence and faith that that same anointing that opened up blind eyes and raised the dead and cast out devils is available to give you strength. Listen to what it says, I can do all things through that anointing, which gives me strength. And you say, how do I tap into that then? How do I facilitate that in, in the word time, in your prayer time? 
in your praise time, in your walking with God daily, that anointing is available. You know, the Bible tells us there's actually an anointing to live, not just to do all kinds of ministry or whatever, but to actually live. And that's what we're going to use our faith today to draw on, the anointing to live, the anointing to survive, and not just survive, but thrive in the midst of a terrible situation. I can do all things through the anointed one. Begin to tell yourself that I can do all things through the anointed one and his anointing, which gives me strength. Strength comes directly from the anointing of God. The number two, strength comes through seeking God, seeking him, you know, making him a highest of priorities in your life. Do you know, this is what the scripture says in Isaiah chapter 40. Do you not know, have you not heard the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. Again, that goes back to the concept of Elohim. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope or wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And then in 1 Chronicles 16, 11, look to the Lord and his strength, seek his face always. So what happens is the more we wait on him, the more we seek him, the more our strength is going to be renewed. And we're not going to be able to do the things that we're called to do you know, on a normal day. We're not going to be able to, to handle situations like this throughout our region in the natural. We need to draw on the supernatural strength of God. And that comes through waiting on him and listening to him and seeking his face. The scripture tells us that if we will seek him first and his righteousness, then all these other things will be added unto us as well. So we draw on that strength through the anointing and we draw on that strength by seeking his face, by spending time with him, by waiting upon him. And no doubt there are many people that will watch this, many people that will be exposed to this teaching, that you are you're up to your ears in terms of weariness and tiredness. It has been an extraordinary difficult, uh, you know, 72 hours for you. And we just want to let you know that uh, there is a God that cares and there is a God of all strength. There is a God who is a mighty God who can come alongside of you with his strength. Just make sure in the midst of all this, you just don't look to the arm of the flesh or the natural, but look to him to give you that strength during this time. And then third today, strength comes through joy. It seems almost a, a contradiction in terms of what's going on. But at the end of the day, you know, the devil did his best, but his best is not good enough because we still love God. We're still walking with God. God still loves us. He still has a plan for us. God is still moving in the midst of those who suffered the worst of this situation. And the scripture says in Nehemiah 8, 9, and 10, Then Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest, the teacher of the law, and the Levites who were instructing the people said to them all, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep, for all the people have been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. Nehemiah said, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared. I think that's a great word of, of exhortation for all of us in terms of what we can do to help others during this time and this situation. This day is holy to our Lord, as is every day before the Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. There are times, whether by conviction or through hardship, we find ourselves in a time of mourning or in a time of difficulty. You know, but God wants you to draw on the strength that is the strength that comes from Him through the joy that He provides in knowing. Uh, you're born again, you're saved, you're forgiven, you're not alone. And you're not alone just because we, we talk about God being there for you. God's people are there for you as well and will be throughout this situation in the days and weeks and months to come. So I want to encourage you today, 
you're watching this, that you serve a mighty God, and your mighty God does mighty things, and He has promised His people strength. I want you to think about that. He's promised His people strength. This is not a maybe, might be, could be, whatever. This is your God who is the mighty God, the God of all power, the God of all substance, the God of all supply, promising strength to His people. And as you apply the Word of God, you're going to find out that that anointing will bring you strength seeking God will bring you strength and that joy that is in you because of your salvation. When everything looks terrible and everything is wrong, that joy is going to be what sustains you for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Now, in terms of practicality, what we're going to do here as, as a ministry to help out uh, World uh, a Compassion Network, what uh, they do is go into you know, disaster areas with supplies and with hot meals and come alongside of all those that are first responders to help facilitate what they're doing in other ministries that are already on the ground like Convoy of Hope. We're going to be a, a drop-off point here and uh, if you'll drop off water, uh, you know, uh, baby wipes and, and all kinds of uh, things you think people might need, uh, feminine products, uh, blankets, anything like that. You've seen lots of lists on Facebook. Bring those items by, just place them underneath our, our portico outside the church here. And we're going to take those over in our trailer when we are, are given a green light to do so. It's often said during a situation like this, one of the worst things you can do is just show up and clog the traffic and make it difficult for first responders and emergency personnel. So we're going to get the green light from those that are on the ground and we'll bring our trailer over them. But I'm asking people in our church, and if you're watching this, you're not part of Hope Harper, feel free to participate just by coming by. Highway 94 East in Murray and drop things off that you think will be a blessing to those that are over there in the Mayfield area particularly uh, at this time. What I want to do is just pray for you folks and just believe God to come alongside of you. Praying for strength just to just to invade you in every area of life. You're going to feel stronger spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally in every area of your life. So let's do that right now. Heavenly Father, we just want to lift up those that are affected by this situation the most. We want to just pray for those that have lost, first of all, loved ones. We thank you for your grace and your comfort during this time, your peace during this time. Lord, for those that are still struggling to locate lost loved ones, Lord, those that are, are still in harm's way, we pray for our first responders. Father, we pray for our emergency management personnel. Father, we pray for those that are, that are providing security, our, our peace officers, Lord, those that are running ambulances. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for what they're doing. And we thank you, Father God, you're talking to hearts all over the region and all over the country, literally, Lord Jesus, to, to minister help to come alongside of these communities that are in such great need. And Father, we bless them today. We ask you, Father, just to over, overwhelm them with your goodness and your supply. We ask you to be that too much, God, in this situation where things are just overflowing. Supplies are overflowing. Everything that is needed is overflowing. And we pray, Father, you would give wisdom and direction and resources to help these communities build back better and stronger than ever before. We bless them today in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for watching this special edition of Faith Talk. We'll be back next week to talk more about the connection between our lives and how we tap into the glory and the glorification process of God. Be blessed, and we'll see you then.